Hello and welcome to It's All Fun and Games Until Someone Gets Hurt, where we have fun and play games until someone tells John Hurt trivia. I am David, and today with me, I have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Stephanie Guzman. I'm an optics engineering master's student from, well, from Tucson, but I'm at University of Rochester. Can you, so I've never, can you explain to me what, uh, what that, what you do in that major? Cause I still don't understand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, uh, assume that when I say I'm just studying optics, that I'm going to make eyeglasses, right. but that is not, a, not at all what I will be doing or have been studying to do. So optics is the study right. of light. And so it really, it can be anything from camera lenses to lasers. It can be, I mean, there's lots of biomedical applications. I was just talking to my friend's dad today. He's a neurosurgeon and he was telling me about the my, microscopy, which is optics um, that he uses to look at brains, Whoa. brain tissues, which... So he said that they, they'll put in different dyes that like, for example, they, they have a dye that attaches itself to brain tumors and then they'll change the illumination that like the light source that the microscope is using and that dye will glow so they can see the brain tumor tissue in the microscope. So I think that's, that's really awesome. cool. So really it has lots of, yeah, really has lots of applications. So you have a, a wonderful life of making eyeglasses ahead of you then. <laughs> yeah, I really can't wait. Step right up to my eye uh, chart. I mean, we, we do have to learn about the eye chart, but it's not really what I'm going, going I, uh, to. Um, well, I won't tell that story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. We are going to start with uh, Logic Fuzzle. I almost forgot the name of my own game. I have in front of me brain-busting lateral thinking puzzles. It is an official Mensa puzzle book. Uh, so... Uh, you are incredibly smart, so you're going to be awesome at these logic puzzles. <laughs> don't talk me, don't talk me <laughs> up too much before this. I don't want I to disappoint. To we can only go downhill from here. I have total confidence in you. No, these are, these are like... Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, this is called free lunch. A man in a restaurant okay. used two forks and one knife. He did not pay for his lunch. What was happening? <laughs> well, he was probably uh, murdering the shop owner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, two forks. He used two forks and one, and knife. one knife and didn't. He did, and didn't right, pay for did his meal. Did not pay for his lunch. What was happening? Mm -mm -mm. So let's talk it mm. out. What do we know? Okay, um, so did you say that this man's at a restaurant or did you just say like there was a man? A man in a restaurant. You, it, it's very smart though because uh, a lot of times the answer is in how it's worded. A man in a restaurant used two forks and one knife. He did not pay for his lunch. What was happening? So he is in a restaurant. He is in a restaurant and he's using them, but it doesn't say how he's oh, using them. Exactly. So perhaps he's washing them or setting the table but at the same time it said he didn't pay for his lunch which seems to imply that 
He did have a lunch. Why didn't he? He did not pay for. Yeah, so it seems that he. It doesn't say he ate lunch, but it does say that he had a lunch and that he used two forks and one knife. It does not say that he used the two forks and one knife to eat his meal. Do you want a clue? Correct. Yeah, sure. The man ate his lunch with one knife and one fork. He provided a service. The restaurant provided an intimate atmosphere in the evenings. Okay, so the extra fork was obviously used for this mystery service and the intimate atmosphere. I don't know if I like where this is going. (laughs) Um, I'm going to keep my fork puns to myself, but... (laughs) Is this a family uh, show? I don't know. Not really. I mean, it it doesn't... It can be. Uh, Probably keep it a family show. uh, I just read the answer. The answer? Okay, he provided a service. He used the second fork in some way, but it was not to eat his meal. Perhaps he was feeding someone who could not feed themselves. That's what I thought, too. Uh, But this is going Mm -hmm. in... (laughs) Until you looked at the answer and saw that was completely wrong. in a different direction. Um, Okay. Maybe he's an artist, he a did fork not artist. Use, I will tell you this. He did not use the second fork to eat. Okay. I, I felt <laughs> that that was true. Otherwise, they would have right. listed it when they listed and his he eating utensils. He did not use it to feed anyone else. Okay. And he didn't, did he use it to create art? Because... In a way. Could I, in a, in okay. a very All loose right, in way. A way. In a very loose way, like like uh, hairdressing, <laughs> like the Little Mermaid. Uh, One possibility. That's a possibility. Wind chimes. Uh, my, I think I think I've seen a fork wind chime ki- before. I guess a single. I guess a single fork isn't a great wind chime. Kind of moving in the right direction. Maybe he's a oh. musician and he plays the forks instead you're of the spoons. You're so close. <laughs> Jazz musician. Fork jazz musician. He plays the upright fork. <laughs> he, plays, he plays the upright uh, fork. What, what other type of fork is there? Oh, Tuning fork. Dun, 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 dun. The man was a piano tuner who had come to tune the piano in the restaurant. He brought his own <gasps> tuning fork. Tuner. And the restaurateur repaid the service with a free lunch. Nice. Well, as we all know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> That's true. Um, what, what was the name? There was a coffee shop on 4th Avenue in Tucson. Um, Cafe Passe? I, yeah, I think it might uh, have been I used been to go there. there all the time. And there was one Sunday that I was there. And someone tuned a piano for at least an hour. It could be two hours. And it was just like plinking on, on the keys and it was so discordant and horrible uh why didn't you leave um <laughs> that's I was, the like, real question or something and i i really didn't want to like i was being stubborn because i like i was already there i had all my stuff there i was writing and i just did not want to have to get all my stuff and go somewhere else um so for two hours you sat there totally annoyed by this piano tuning rather (laughs) i can still still hear hear it 
right. Oh, you man. Wanna, you, you, you want to do another one? Yeah, right. this is good. <clears throat> I'm going to pick one at random. Um, here, let's see. All right. This is called Business Rivalry. Cain okay. and Abel are... <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. Yes. Are business rivals. I'm assuming you could say. <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming that the, these are not the biblical Cain and Abel. Oh, okay. but who knows? <laughs> just, just two guys Cain with the same Abel names. All right, business, business rivals. rivals. Cain cuts his price, and Abel then undercuts him. Cain then cuts his price oh, well, even that's one lower way. than Abel. Abel slashes his price to a ridiculous level and gets all the business, forcing Cain out of the market. But Cain has the last laugh. Why? Well, we all know Cain killed Abel, <laughs> but I yeah. mean, I don't know if that's the answer uh, here. They're using a lot of violent terminology to describe their business practices. Cain cuts his price, um, and uh, Abel slashes, slashes it. his price. Um, yeah. Cain has the last laugh. Um, I'm assuming it's not um, that he. Uh, he murders his brother and is marked forever <laughs> and wanders into the desert. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, not. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, okay. So this is not the biblical Cain and Abel. Did you look at I the answer? I looked at the clue. I did not that... look at the oh. answer. Okay. So okay. you want to hear it again? He... All right. oh, sure, yeah. So Cain and Abel are business rivals. Cain cuts his price and Abel then undercuts him. Cain then cuts his price even lower than Abel. Abel slashes his price to a ridiculous level and gets all the business, forcing Cain out of the market. But Cain has the last laugh. Why? Well, maybe he didn't want the business. Maybe the business was something horrible. And it's like, I now have the corner on the market in toilet cleaning. And Cain's <laughs> like, sucker. I like that. Um it's not toilet cleaning. Um, no, that's, oh, I, no. That's, that's logical that like, mm -hmm. but hmm, why would you enter a market in the first place that you didn't want to be in to lure his brother in? Cause he knew his brother would follow in his footsteps. I mean, yeah, that's, should, that's one possibility, but I, I feel like it's a lot of effort to, uh, they just, just together. A, it's like in Arrested Development, the two banana stands. They uh, I know that there is a banana stand in Arrested Development. I did not know that there were two rival banana stands. For an stands, episode, so. there are. With uh, Joe oh, okay. and Steve Holt. <laughs> All right, here's your clue. Is that a Steve Holt's joke? <laughs> yeah, the character Steve Holt. He always says his name. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've never seen the show. Uh... Don't see the last season, but I highly recommend the first three seasons. I, I've seen some clips, and I was not a fan, so uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's uh, not gonna okay. happen. Well, what's another show that everybody tells you is great that you should watch that you that you don't watch? Like pretty much every show ever created, Parks and Rec, oh, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen a scene, and it was just like it felt really forced and. I mean, I know there are lots of shows like The Office, but it really felt like an off, like a very forced Office ripoff, and I was not. Uh, the first season might feel that way, but it definitely becomes its own thing later. Um, 
I take it you're a you're a fan of The Office. Yes, I am a fan. Obviously, <laughs> I think that's just hilarious. Uh, I like The Office a lot. Uh, that last season got really bad, though. I stopped kind of like right before Steve Carell. Oh, so you? Oh, that was like season seven. So you? Yeah, and there were around nine then. Seasons. Yeah, I I didn't um, see the end. Yeah, so. it it's. You don't need to see the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I've been told. Like, maybe someday I will, but I'm currently not going out of my way to. Catch nah, it. I wouldn't. Okay, here are your clues. Kane uses Abel's right. lower prices to his own personal advantage. Kane changes his profession. They were competitors in the early days of the railroad business. Hmm. Is that, that the answer the or is that the clue? So Kane okay. uses Abel's lower prices to his own personal advantage. He Kane changes his profession, and they were competitors in the early days of the railroad business. So one must be a steel salesman, and the other one is a railroad builder. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, ooh, interesting. Uh, I think you're on the right track. Any other ideas? Is this another train pun or? It's not just a train pun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I really am doing well. (laughs) Oh, on the right track. I didn't even. Okay, I got it. I'm back. I'm here. (laughs) Good. We're all all together now. Good. Um, All right. What do you think? Okay. Well, I thought that was a pretty strong guess. I don't know if you've looked at the answer yet. I just looked at the answer. Are you making... Is that another hint that you're trying to give me? Uh, uh, No, not really. No? Okay, so I'm close, but not there You're very close. Okay, so... They were in the rail business, but I'll give you this. They were Mm -hmm. in the rail business, but Kane went to a different... uh, He changed his career. After the other one slashed prices, right? <clears throat> that's why that's why i thought one of them was like they were both selling steel for the yeah. railroad and then this and then kane was like i'm actually <laughs> going to now build a railroad and now it's gonna be really cheap so that's what i thought but it's gonna be something along those lines you're but very not close that. i'll give it to you <clears throat> kane and abel were rival train operators involved in the shipping of cattle by rail when Abel lowered his shipping rates well below cost, Kane dropped out of the rail business and instead bought all the cattle he could find, making a fortune by shipping them to market on Abel's trains. Ah, uh, see, so yeah, yeah, pretty similar. Pretty similar. That's not an easy plan. <laughs> I, no, that's horribly convoluted. <laughs> um, I don't know if he had any employees, but... Um, and I can't imagine that buying that many cattle would be cheap. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good plan. Do you think that there were ever... I guess there were rival train operators back in the day. Yeah, I'm sure they were. I mean, wasn't it like a huge thing? They wanted to cross the U.S. or something like that. So I'm sure there were different companies trying to make the best route fastest or something. <laughs> All right. That has been... Logic fuzzle. All right, let's tally up. Tally nice. up the points. You have ten thousand <clears throat> points. Excellent. 
So I'm right, a genius. So what do you think so far? I think it's pretty good. I mean, I feel smarter just just All sitting right. here. I'm gonna throw so. some trivia at you. Okay, I'm not great at <laughs> trivia, but I'm ready. What was Doctor Livingston's first name? Doctor. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have no I have no actual it was guess for David. that. Oh, should have guessed that. Uh, what was little Miss Muffet eating when she sat on her tuffet? Curds wah, and wah, whey. Wah. Uh yes. Um Is that okay, is that a happy <laughs> one? Yeah, okay. <laughs> a sad good. one. Okay. That good. was unclear, wasn't it? Uh yeah, I, it could have been a wah, wah, to be like wah. An air horn. What well, are... <laughs> I think that's like a foghorn. I apologize. <laughs> that's All the right, best I Every time do. you get one right, I want to hear a foghorn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what are adherence to the Society of Friends called? Adherence to the Society of yeah. Friends? Like, I don't know. ASF. Ass off. I'm just I'm just an acronym acronym for it. <laughs> Here it's the Society uh, of no. Friends. Uh, the Society of Friends. I have no idea. I've never the Quakers. Oh wow, yeah, really? I did not know that either. Uh, I support their granola business. <laughs> I love oh man. I love granola. My dad uh, makes his own yeah. granola. And he hasn't sent me any because. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll get right on that. What what <laughs> business card read secondhand furniture dealer? He's gonna catch some hands. Catch these hands. Okay, sorry, ignore that. What what was that? Um, because he's uh, secondhand, and that's like a threat, saying like, "You're about to catch these hands." Yeah, anyway. I'm scared. I'm. Obviously, really, I'm very street smart. I know that it it comes yeah, through a lot. Definitely. So, I'm I'm not surprised that you picked up on it. <laughs> so, name uh, yeah, famous, name gangster? A famous gangster. Can I name even one famous gangster? I watch me try and name one, and it actually be like an actor or something. Like that's what's gonna happen. I love. Okay, I mean, I've heard people do that voice, but I don't know who that's supposed to be. I love, like, when I when I was growing up, I read Dick Tracy comics, and, like, they take place in the 1930s, and it's, like, Tommy Knockers and people shooting and and, uh, gumshoes and uh, follow that car. Uh, I love, I love Dick Tracy, and I love that, that kind of thing. But it was Al Capone. Oh my gosh! Seriously, if you after you said your Dick Tracy story, I was gonna say the only one I can think of is I'm Al Capone, so and I'm not even. I'm like mostly. I'm like eighty five percent sure that's a gangster, and the other part of me thinks that that was an actor. So, but that was my guess. Let the record show that that was. My guess. <laughs> it sounds like you're like a steamship, or, or like. I, I am. Did you not know my middle name was Steamship? <laughs> um, I like that. I like that as a middle name. Yeah. Stephanie Mark Twain, Steamship, yeah. his real name, Samuel Clemens, he got his name for uh, 
uh, it, was it like a measure of, of uh, length in, in the ocean? I have heard that. I've also heard an alternate story that it was because he frequented a bar and would arrive and, and they would keep tallies of how many drinks uh, you got and he would come in and say, Mark Twain, like, give me two uh, drinks. But I have heard the sailing uh, one as well. Why do all writers have to be alcoholics? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you tell you me, like David. I do. I I read, Uh, well, I say I do like I'm a, no, I've read Huckleberry Finn. I love Huckleberry Finn. But I loved Huckleberry Finn until Tom Sawyer showed up. And I hate <laughs> Tom Sawyer so much. It. I'm not going to say that it ruined the last third of the book for me. But it did Tom, make me Tom feel comes annoyed. In with the force and starts doing his like trickster business and and I don't and then like he like that. locks yeah. Jim up in that shack and he jokes about cutting his feet yeah. off, right? Like, yeah, he does some he does some bad stuff, and I just I like I liked the book without Tom Sawyer. I told my classmates because I I read it for school yeah. that. I'm like, I just want Tom Sawyer to fall in a well. And they're like, don't you think that's pretty aggressive? I'm like, he's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I prefer Huckleberry Finn. Uh, So I guess you've never read The Adventures of Tom Sawyer? No, after reading Huckleberry Mm -hmm. Finn, I was pretty turned off from uh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. So what else specifically, like, what was it that rubbed you the wrong way about him? I don't know. I guess his trickster personality. I like people who are good hearted. Like for instance, someone once asked me who my favorite fictional male character was. And yeah, I know I'd never thought about that before. So I sat there for a a minute and thought about it and decided that Frankenstein's monster was my favorite (sighs) fictional male character. And he, he was just very, very pure hearted. He wanted to be loved and he wanted to learn. Yeah. And he's well spoken. He was like, and he, he, exactly. He creates this beautiful argument. Like when he runs down from the mountains and <clears throat> yes. Oh my God. Uh, this, he has some really good lines and he's, he's never yes, been accurately and- depicted in any movie. No, exactly. So that's the thing is I'd never, I'd never, seen or i never read frankenstein before and my only exposure to him in the media was like alvin and the chipmunks meet frankenstein and the wolfman (laughs) or something like that so i was like okay so this book's gonna be about a mindless monster that terrorizes a village and they have to get rid of him and it wasn't that at all and i got to the end of that book and i'm sitting in my mom's living room like sobbing my brother's like, are you okay? I'm like, it's just this book. It's, it's just, it's, it's making me so sad. And like, oh, I really, really love that book. And I got character. my uh, master's in English, uh, creative writing. But, but when I was going for my bachelor's, I read Frankenstein at least five or six times because it kept coming up in different classes. Like I took a Gothic literature class, but it was also, it came up in, um uh in um what's the what's the word i'm looking for like it came up in a bunch of literature classes and it came up in um like critical theory um 
So I have written so many papers on uh, Frankenstein. I loved that book, though. Oh, my gosh. Um, How do you feel about Dr. Frankenstein himself? I obviously don't like him as much as Frankenstein's monster. And I guess I'm upset with him for not giving his creation the love that he so desperately needed and he he treated him unfairly yeah (laughs) i think he subconsciously created the monster because he was suicidal i think that he creates the monster oh interesting he doesn't have the uh the guts to take control of his own life and marry who he wants to marry and do what he wants to do and you feel stuck in his own life so i think that he thinks that the only answer is to create this thing that will be the antithesis of everything around him and so he doesn't have to say no i don't want to marry this person or no i don't want to do this but that the monster will destroy it all well that's really interesting it's probably not i don't know if it stands up anymore but i don't know it's still it's still interesting to think about Uh, i was also i was also confused because i don't know if anybody who's listening right now is going to be mad at me giving uh frankenstein but um spoiler alert i so there's like a movie the bride of frankenstein right which i have not seen but in the book, he says, please make me a w- If you're not going to love me, then please make me a wife. And Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein's like, sure, uh, okay. And then he's like, no, yeah, I'm not going to do totally, that. And he never he, even makes the wife. He almost makes the wife. Yes, he does. And then he second guesses himself and is like, oh, wait, that's no, that's a bad idea. Why would I do I that? I think and it's the because like, he created the monster to destroy everything around him and there's a moment in the book where he's like making the lady frankenstein and he sees the monster like out the window like longingly looking and waiting and i think he realizes that that monster has more love for that woman than he does for the woman he's going to marry or for anyone in his life (laughs) i think i think the monster has more emotion and and loves more deeply than Frankenstein does. And I think Frankenstein knows that. I'm definitely agree. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't read it in years, but yeah. So so does it bother you that there's a, uh, a bride of Frankenstein then? Yeah. Like how is, how does that movie exist? Eh, I mean, Chucky got a bride too. I mean, mean, everybody. Yeah. But was there a Chucky book where (laughs) I don't, I don't know how Chucky came to life, but whoever brought him to life was like, sure, I'll make you a wife and then doesn't. And now there's a bride of Chucky movie. Like that would bother me. But if Chucky's just his own thing, like, sure. What's a a monster or a character that you would be okay with there being a bride for? Besides Frankenstein's yeah. monster, who who should get a bride? Who can get a bride? Well, Chucky can have one, I guess. I mean, he already does have one. He's horrifying, though. I've I would never seen not a single one of those movies. Run into I, him. I do not plan uh, on it. My one of my friends in high school, her brother had a Chucky doll, and oh no, there's no way I want. I didn't watch movies. a lot of horror growing up because I wasn't allowed to. But even now, as an adult. I like I like things that are suspenseful um, 
but I don't want, I don't like things that are gory and I don't like like things that are like about possession or uh, there's right. a great knockoff of Chucky called Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh gosh. I would watch that one because it's so bad. <laughs> My sisters and I actually just yesterday, the three of us were talking about scary movies because my sister who's closest in age to me has always liked scary movies i remember in high school she used to watch them all the time i mean she likes the ones that are actually scary and the ones that are gory and the ones that are like bad like really lame scary movies she likes them all and my oldest sister just um not too long ago started getting into scary movies so they were talking about it and my, my oldest sister said that she walked out of the theater when she saw the movie the hostel which i i don't know yeah. what that's about but it's like torture they're like porn. telling me that i've never seen oh, it well, but like horrible. these kids go to a hostel and from what i understand like these people just like start hacking them to pieces and torturing them yeah so she said she walked out of that and they're they were trying to convince me to watch scary movie with them. And I'm like, guys, you don't understand. Okay, you may have walked out of the theater when you were watching The Hostel. But I walked out of the theater when I saw Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. Because I was too scared. <laughs> this is like this is like high school. And there's a scene in that movie where the Kraken... Uh, a guy washes onto, I don't know, onto shore or onto their boat. And the Kraken has sucked his uh-huh. face off. And it was too scary for me. So I went out in the hallway and I was like just debating if I should go back in or just wait. But my parents were in the theater. They thought I was just going to the bathroom. So I I went back in and the rest of the movie was fine. But yeah, (laughs) I'm like, there's no way I'm going to watch scary movies with you guys. because My tolerance is so low. So what, what is your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie is El Orfanato because I was it means the orphanage okay. and I was forced to watch it in Spanish oh. class. I was actually also forced to watch Pan's Labyrinth El, El Labyrinto del Fano in my other Spanish class, but that one was too scary I'm not for a me. Big f- like I um, know that like people love that movie and it's like it's fine, but I never want to watch it again. And I don't like the way that that movie like feels. And I get that it's like, um, like trying to shed light on the way women live and, and like a real, like really strong patriarchy and where that can lead. But like, I don't want to watch men beat the shit out of women for, for two hours. I just don't want to see that. (laughs) Yeah, me uh, neither. Um, but the orphanage was actually really good. So I don't know if I you've heard so. of that movie. But the the premise is this woman and her husband and son move into this um, this home that used to be an orphanage, okay. and so then the wife starts seeing like the spirits of the orphans that used to live huh. there, and well, I think her son might see them first. It's been a while since I've seen it. But her son says that he has a friend and it's actually, you know, one of the spirits of the orphans. But the mom's like, okay, he has an imaginary friend, whatever. But then the son disappears. And yeah, so she tries to figure out where he went. And it's actually really good. Like, 
I I would definitely watch that movie again because it wasn't so there's was one scene where like an old lady gets hit by a bus that people in my class who had seen the movie before they told me to look away so I did I don't know how okay. like bloody that was but that was only like a minute in the movie the rest of it's totally fine huh. and it was actually really interesting and I'm not gonna tell you the, end, tell but the end I thought the end was okay. really interesting no I thought huh. the end was really interesting though so all right I'll take it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask you one more riddle. Uh, or okay. trivia, I should say. Uh, what bird has a 46-foot-long small intestine? That's big. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure I learned in elementary school that the human has like a 25-foot small intestine or something okay. like that. So... That makes me... I'm trying to get some scale sure. for this bird. So I'm thinking it it might be like an ostrich or something Ooh. that is larger than a human. Because my feeling is any bird that's smaller, probably it's not as long, most likely. Um, maybe an emu or something that's not quite as big as yeah. an ostrich. It is the ostrich. But, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, now I'm going to ask you some riddles. These are going to be selected at random, and they are going to be terrible. See if you can figure out. Okay. uh, uh, What these are going to be based on, like really bad wordplay and puns. Oh, perfect! (laughs) I am so ready. (laughs) Um, What did Mason say to Dixon? Hmm. What did Mason say to Dixon? Mm, I feel like this is... What did Mason say to Dixon? What did Mason say to Dixon? Hello. <laughs> um, no. We've got to draw the oh, line somewhere. <laughs> We've got to draw mm. the line. The Mason-Dixon line. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not okay, familiar. That's okay. <laughs> oh, Whose cow? This is it's I... totally okay. Whose cow speaks Russian? Putin's cow. <laughs> Moscow. Moscow. Okay, I am. I am familiar with Moscow. Um, let's see. Uh, when do clocks die? Um. Clocks die. When do clocks when, die? Yeah, when do clocks die? Really solid oh. pun here. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think of what clock puns there could be related <laughs> to death. Obviously, um, running out of time close, is obviously. Okay. Oh, when their time's up. When their time is up. When their time what is stars? up. Go to jail. Okay. A not family-friendly joke. Okay. <laughs> no, my oh, answer wasn't. <laughs> well, you said what, what stars go to jail, and I was going to oh, say porn stars. But... Why would they go to jail? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just, just trying to think of the answer. What to stars go to jail? Um, what stars go to jail? Hmm. Uh, bad ones. 
Uh, thieves, thief, thief stars, burglar stars. Burglar uh. stars. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh. Think of uh, what's usually the word that you that you would hear put right before stars. Ninja star. <laughs> Pop star, superstar, shooting stars, shooting star. Hey, that's actually you a pretty good so? one. I, don't I think like that so. one. Yeah. Uh, what did the bee say to the rose? Have you seen my movie? <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to the Seinfeld? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I have not yes. seen it. I heard it was really bad. And there's like a lot of memes on it the is really, about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did watch the B movie, but every time they say B, it gets faster. Uh, <laughs> there's one that's like, it reminds me of like, hey man, I heard you like B, so I put B's in your B's. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. the B movie, but every time they see it, say B, they say B five times or something really dumb. But uh, yeah. did you make your way all the way through that? It was only like seven and a half minutes oh, wow. long because after they say B a few <laughs> times, it goes so fast that there's, well, it goes so fast that there's not even audio. Like, it's not even like a high pitch audio. Uh, like, it goes so fast, it's flying. So, in that movie, he meets this woman and stuff goes from there. But in the B movie, but every time that, oh, no, okay. she's a human. It's totally weird. Totally weird. But um, in this version, by the time he meets her, there's only like, <laughs> three seconds left or something because it's just flying um i heard that that movie was terrible i love the movie and it was because you got woody allen you got <laughs> sylvester stallone you got jennifer lopez that's a strong cast when ants came out is around the time that bugs right. life came out and i was i was I team was bugs team life i have to say mm, um, yeah man so what did the bee say to the rose be mine. Hi, hi, no. bud. Hi, <laughs> bud. That's cute. That's adorable. Uh, totally friend zone that flower. Oh. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy, oh pal. <laughs> friend, oh, brother. <laughs> uh, why did the old angel die? <laughs> Her time was up. <laughs> uh. No, okay, I'm mixing yeah, puns here. Why did here. the old angel die? <sighs> why did the old angel die? This is a good one. Okay. So does that mean that it's actually like a really bad <laughs> one? Yes. <laughs> why did the... Is it, wait, was it why? why oh, it's why? the old angel die? Okay. Because uh, I feel like it has to do with like Halo or something. I was something, thinking the same but... thing. It does not. Oh, okay. She fell from heaven. <laughs> um, it's funny that when people are like, you're an angel that must have fallen from heaven. The angel that fell from heaven so Satan. was Satan. <laughs> yeah. It's weird yeah. that that's like a pickup line. I don't think people in real life actually say that. I think <laughs> I think what they're imagining is that fell from heaven and stopped at earth, not <laughs> fell from heaven and went all the way to the underworld. Uh, good point. All right. Why did the old angel die? Yeah, it's still... Because she had a heart attack. 
Wow. I was never in my life going to guess that. <laughs> it's so bad. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, I, so before we start recording, you asked me uh, if I had ever gardened before. Yeah, and you said, not really, just like a 10-acre farm. Like, what the heck? <laughs> because when you said garden, I pictured, like, um, I don't know, like, in Tucson, pe- when people garden, it's like a little pot or, like, they're growing, like, a few flowers. So, I mean, that that is what I was expecting the scale of your gardening to be okay. at. But um, really, I wanted to know if you had any plant growing I, experience. I tilled the garden with, like, the actual tiller. I, I took wow. out the weeds. We had um, beans, uh, pumpkins. That's what uh, I wanted to hear. That's the second t- thing t- I wanted tomatoes, to hear. squash, uh, sunflowers, okra, uh, carrots at one year. Uh, we also had apple trees, but that's not really gardening. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a little different. So I guess I have gardens. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, why? What's up? Okay, because I've never gardened before. My family, when I was very young, attempted gardening. I remember uh, they they tried to grow carrots, but and the carrots, you know, it's a it's a the root of the carrot is the interesting part, but the leaves you can see in the leaves seem to be doing yeah. fine. But when they harvested the carrot, it was the size of a sewing needle. <laughs> and so it was totally useless. And, and you know, I, I tried to grow flowers with um, my, my roommate at one point and they never sprouted. Uh, so then with it, with a different roommate, we just bought pre-grown flowers and then they died. Uh, like I just can't grow anything, but Someone I know just planted, they planted a few things, but among those were beans. And let me tell you, these beans are blowing my mind. A, they sprouted in like three days. I thought it was going to take like a week or so to see even a tiny little bit. But (laughs) they, they sprouted in like three days. And since then, they've skyrocketed. They have like, they have leaves and everything. I, I can't believe it. And... The bean itself. So first off, he gets the pack and opens it and there's just beans inside. I'm like, could we, could we just go to the grocery store no. and have bought these? So that's what I, <laughs> well, that's what I did. I, I got some beans from the grocery store and I, I put them in the dirt did, like did yesterday. They, oh, because I, I doubt that they're going to grow. We shall see. I, I, I put them in yesterday, so still to be updated, but... The progress on his beans has inspired me so much that I went out of my way to purchase and plant these beans. But the other the other really, for me, interesting thing was the bean itself lit, left its skin in the dirt, rose yeah. from the earth, and has become part of the higher plant. I did not beans see that coming. Cool. I was... <laughs> they are cool. Uh. I've always loved beans. My parents can tell you my my diet used to consist of strictly PB and J's and bean burritos. Whoa. So this is like this is coming full circle for my bean love right now. I have a garden story. This is kind of a sad garden story. Um, my dad, when we were younger, like he got laid off and uh, uh, 
So we just ate what was in our garden, pretty much. I wouldn't say, not like 100%, but a majority of what we ate was from our garden. The problem with that was that year, because we're talking Illinois, it's not really soil, it's like clay. Um, okay. That summer, the only thing that grew was zucchini. So a classic we plant. ate so much zucchini that I will never eat zucchini for the rest of my life. <laughs> Uh, oh my because gosh. We, it like it was deep fried. It was it was uh, like baked. It was served. However, like like in Forrest Gump when they go on about the different what is it shrimp? Um, yeah, he's, he's shrimp. <laughs> uh, that that was us with with, with uh, zucchini. Um, so can't say zucchini. Um, <laughs> Have you seen Interstellar? By yeah, the way? I did see Interstellar. Just because I'm pretty sure in that movie they're running out of crops that will right. grow and so they i think corn is yep. left or something so they're like here's some corn on the cob and some cornbread <laughs> and like mashed corn like there's like everything is just corn i won't get into it but there's a lot about that movie that i didn't like but i liked what it was trying to do and uh i love christopher nolan um that's christopher nolan right yeah I don't but remember. I had a lot of problems with that movie. Uh, I, I don't like the relationship between uh, What's-His-Face and the daughter. Oh, it's Wilson. not Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's who my, is it's, it? No, Who's it's the that guy movie? that did the Cadillac commercials. Uh, he, who was in uh, McConaughey. It's oh, Matthew McConaughey. Wilson. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I was uh, getting confused because I just watched Midnight in Paris. I love Paris, that. That's what he and... I love that movie. Yeah, I like that movie too, and I think that's what I, I like it. how Adrian Bo- Brody plays Salvador Dali. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I mean, I know who Salvador Dali is, but I don't know who the actor uh, was. You're not this much. Um, <laughs> Adrian, Adrian Brody <laughs> but, was yeah. in this great Italian movie. Or a remake of an Italian movie where he plays the good cop, but he also plays the villain. And the villain's like murdering all these women, but the villain's supposed to be a different character. And they gave like Adrian Brody like a prosthetic nose, but it's so obviously Adrian Brody in a prosthetic nose. So I kept waiting for the part in the movie where they were going to reveal that the cop was the bad guy, but they never did because it was supposed to be two different people. I was like, oh maybe gosh. they're brothers. Maybe they're. It, it was. They were supposed to be two separate characters that had nothing in common. Why did they Why do that? Did they do that. <laughs> that's the question. Right, I'm sorry, were you gonna say something else about gardening? Um, I mean, really, I just wanted to tell you about my bean revelations because I, I learned a lot in the past couple of days about beans that's and good. gardening and. <clears throat> I really hope that these beans sprout. I I'll I will update you, David, <laughs> about the progress that is seen uh, in the in the I days like to come. I would like to know if the beans that you bought at the store grow. Yes, that's 
That's exactly <laughs> what I can't wait to see and can't wait to update. Well, I on. wish that I could help you with, uh, with with some gardening advice, but as you know, I've only gardened. A, it wasn't like it was ten acres of gardening. It was it was it, it was a good sized garden, but it it did not take up uh, ten acres. But I I grew up on a uh, on a farm. We had rabbits and chickens, and we had um, a creek. Uh, f- about five acres of our property was woods, um, and we had all sorts of wildlife that would like deer, possums, raccoons, uh, wild turkeys, and we lived near an emu and ostrich farm. And they also had peacocks, so every once in a while they would get loose, and I would wake up to like one of those animals, uh, like on our yep. roof or walking, you know, past one of our windows. Are Are you good at making a doing a peacock call uh uh no are you oh well of course of course i, I am do you remember what they yeah do you remember what they sounded like no i don't <laughs> no what did that what the heck say like, because if i do this noise you won't know if it's accurate or not if you don't remember I'm what gonna, they sounded a matter like. that i'm gonna imagine that it's like a chippy like chatter kind of thing well, you you're gonna be surprised then. I'm I'm ready. Okay. Okay. That's, That's amazing. Noise. Why why there's there's actually one there's one in my living room right now. I just told him to why speak up. Why is that in your repertoire? <laughs> because I uh, I used to go. I was part of the um, leadership group at my church in college and we used to have to go on these leadership retreats and it was at this Benedictine monastery in, um, in Arizona and they had peacocks roaming the property. And so twice a year we would go there and hear them. And I mean, I couldn't help but try and communicate with them. Were you successful? Were you the peacock whisperer? I think I offended them. Honestly, uh, they did not seem you, to. You, they did not you seem to. You only learned curses and peacock. I was like, "Screw your family!" Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I spit. I mean, I it's spit along the with graves of your ancestors. <laughs> that's, I'm like, I don't know why they're not coming over here. <laughs> yeah, I also I try and communicate with ducks oh, as well ducks. because, uh, yeah, but. I sometimes I have had the ducks flock before, but typically they just they look at me. They keep on swimming. Well, that was awesome. Um, In so usually at this point we would play a game called Train Recommend, where we're in a train wreck, and then we then we talk about our injuries and then we recommend something. It's convoluted. But instead, All right. I'm going. We are going to play a game <laughs> called "So Song" and "Thanks for All the Dish." Okay, we're, we're gonna quote unquote dish about certain songs. So you sing. Yes. Yes. Um. So I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite song from someone that you do not care for? Oh, like there's an artist that I don't like in general, Ooh, but, but like I yeah, can pick a favorite exactly. song. Oh gosh, that's really hard. Like I definitely know that one exists. Who's your who's um, one of your least favorite artists? 
Oh gosh, this is this is actually really challenging. There's lots of people who I don't like, but no one really specific is coming to mind as like, I hate them. Turn it off. I mean, like, and and even if I could, like, I don't like Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. But I can't name a song of hers <laughs> that I do like because I only know one of her songs, and it is Call Me Maybe, and it's why I, I don't like her. Like, for example. Yeah, that song annoys the crap out of me, so I can't pick one. Do you uh, have one? You know what? Not really. Um, I hate Ed Sheeran. Um, with all, <gasps> I, I, have, no. I have a feeling that you liked Ed Sheeran. He's not for me. I and do. I'm not his target audience. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I hate the Biebs. Um I don't know. I I like his newer stuff a little, but not his older stuff. Um, oh, I'll but, say, um, I, yeah. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. I learned that Ed Sheeran wrote one he of Justin Bieber's songs, so that's probably why you don't he, like Justin Bieber. It sounds just like an Ed Sheeran song. It does. Um, All right, what were you going to say? high school students, I can tell you I heard that song many times. Um, I had a student write a paper where they analyzed the music video for that song. Um, it was interesting. It was actually a good paper. Um, I was going to say, I hate, what's her name? Um, uh, she started out country. She's uh, Taylor Swift. I was going to say, obviously you're talking um, about Taylor Swift. Some t- you, you know, I some like Taylor her. Swift songs that if they come on the radio, I'm not going to change the station. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, I'm not going to go like out her? of my way to listen to her. But if it, have you, yeah. I'll say, have you heard her duet with Gary Lightbody that's called, uh, oh my gosh, what is it called? Oh, The Last Time. No. That is one of my favorite songs. I don't know who Gary Lightbody is. He is from Snow Patrol, I think. There was a Mr. Goodbody who, uh, w- <laughs> Not <laughs> do you related. remember him? Uh, no. He had curly hair and he was on kids TV and he wore a suit that showed all of the muscles in the body. Uh, you no, look. not familiar. I, I think his name was Slim Goodbody. So it wasn't him. Oh, that makes sense. No, I think it's. I think he was a uh, Gary Lightbody from okay. Snow Patrol. I like Snow Patrol. Yeah. Well, you should look up the last time Taylor Swift Gary Lightbody because I think all it's right. beautiful. I was gonna. Yeah. I also like. The acoustic version of Haunted by Taylor Swift. I also like that. Did you listen to um, somebody like took her entire album and made like an entire cover album? Oh, who is it? Um, Oh, that guy. He's very famous. I can't think of his name. I don't Uh, remember who it was, but I I did hear some of those. I didn't listen to it, but I heard really good things about it. Yeah, it was 1989 that he did that with, right? Okay, so... What is your least favorite song from someone you admire? Okay. The other side of the spectrum. The other side of the <laughs> spectrum. I feel like this should be pretty easy because, but at the same time, it's not. I know, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, man. I'm really bad at decision making too, so like deciding um, on answers. There, is there are a tough. bunch of Bob Dylan songs that I do not like. Um, I don't like. Uh, um, what's it? Uh, I'm totally spacey now, but um, oh man, what's it called? <laughs> uh, it's got blue in the title. 
Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm looking this up. Do you, do you got one? I think so. Um, so I, in general, like Sarah Bareilles, but I hate her song "Brave." Oh, <laughs> do you know that song? Vaguely. When it comes, when it comes on the radio, well, one of my friends likes that song. I think but it comes on and we're together and I always sing it as badly <laughs> as I can just to emphasize the fact that I don't like it. Yeah. I'm like, see be brave. so he, he knows I don't like that song, but I do like her in general. I actually recently covered um, one of her songs just oh, cool. the other week. So. Uh, I was thinking of Bob Dylan's Tingled Up in Blue. Hate it. Hate that song. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm going to ask you, what are your five Deserted Island songs. My five you can Deserted only take Island f- songs. You have um, in one of the first generation uh, MP3 players <laughs> that can only hold uh, 32 <laughs> megabytes. Okay, so you I get five, five songs. songs. Okay, one of them is going to be there's a live version of the ballad, the ballad of love and hate by the Abbott okay. Brothers. And I adore it. It 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 makes me feel, David. It makes me feel, <laughs> and I really really like right, that cool. one. Um, second song, I'm probably gonna have to take a Christian song because jars of I... clay. <laughs> Forty days. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Cream. Um, Audrey's. <laughs> Audrey Assad is my favorite okay. Christian artist and she did. So I really, I, there's two of her albums that I really, really like. One of them is an album that she did of all these, um, old hymns okay. and it was really beautiful. So I'd probably take a song from that. I actually did for, um, I was in this dance class and uh, from like my project, I choreographed a dance. It was, a modern and ballet fusion dance that i did to she to audrey's a song or i guess a cover of a old song called jesus blood never failed me yet it's it's really simple it only has like that those words and like one other line and it's very somber and it's just really beautiful so that's probably my second one i need something upbeat cotton Um, eye I I don't know maybe maybe I'll take uh I'm trying to think of a song that makes me very happy when I hear it (laughs) I mean honestly the first thing that comes to mind is Ed Sheeran's new song Shape of You because I I think I like that song okay but then I showed it to all my friends not all my friends I mean I only have like four here so maybe all my friends and so now it's I'm in oh, yeah, New York. Right. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. That's awesome. And um, so now it's, it kind of became my song. Like, oh, Stephanie likes this song, and but they don't like huh. it. So. I don't know. Maybe we'll take that one. Two I more. I get two more. Okay. Um, Shaggy. I probably uh, want to pick. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I probably want to pick some female okay. powerhouse song because I love singing. So, um maybe okay i'm thinking there's there's adele there's florence and the machine we got some older stuff like okay. whitney houston um 
maybe um, my heart will go on by Celine Dion. Wow. Yeah, I'm picking picking a lot of like these. Yeah, you yeah. Can, I want something can that I can like out, you belt. Can stare out the ocean with your coconut headphones. Exactly. <laughs> I I I want something that I can just sing out and you know. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be me on this island, and I. Okay, that's. Um, I think I'm at that's four. four. So one okay, more. fifth one song. More. What am I gonna pick? Hmm. Low What's something that? <laughs> oh, maybe I'll pick some like, uh, maybe some like classic song that will like remind me of my youth okay. or something. What would that be? I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think. My sister made this CD for my dad with all these songs that reminded her uh-huh. of him. And, and you know, some of them were like, like when I think of songs that remind me of my dad, I think of like some more classic rock songs. So maybe I'll put Hotel California yeah. in there because that song, yeah, that song makes me feel, it makes me feel nostalgic. And even though it's like not a happy song, it still makes me feel happy. So I'll probably put that in the You don't think it's a happy song? song? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I guess I... You can never leave. I guess I haven't paid that much attention to the lyrics of Hotel California. I'm pretty sure the song is about uh, drug addiction. But not in a direct way. Is that the way, Eagles? I believe that's... Okay. Yeah. All right. I heard once that their name is actually just Eagles with no Whoa. the, but cannot confirm. Isn't that the same with like Foo Fighters? People say the Foo Fighters. That was like an, on an episode of West Wing. <laughs> West Wing? <laughs> throwing out some West Wing references. Yeah, like in one episode, they're, like Foo Fighters are supposed to play at this like rock the vote thing. And somebody says the Foo Fighters, and then there's a whole conversation about that it's not the Foo Fighters; it's actually just Foo Fighters. I think, I see. but I'm not I a fan see. of the Foo Fighters anyway. Well, is that why you include the the? Yes, out of spite. To spite them. All right, uh, we have one more thing to do here. Um, well, actually, before we do that, uh, well, no, we'll do the Hurt Locker, and then. We'll do, and then we'll we'll go into one more thing. Um, so we gotta enter the hurt locker because uh, it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. It's time to get hurt. Mm. Uh, so, what do you know about John Hurt? Zero things. <laughs> uh, can you think of a movie that you've seen that you think John Hurt might have been in? No, because I'd probably have heard of him he if plays, I had. Uh, Mr. Ollivander in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <gasps> oh my gosh! Didn't he, he pass just away? He recently passed away. Uh, he's a great. That's he's one of my sad. favorite actors. He's a great actor. He's one of those actors that everyone thinks that they don't know, but actually everyone does know. They just don't know his name. The one chooses the wizard, Mister Potter. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. One of my favorite quotes from the whole series really? of movies. So I, I yeah, just I've it's seen just funny. Them, but I don't remember uh, that character because, like, to be honest, I never read the books. It was it wasn't really my thing. Um, and then 
yeah. it seemed like it was too late. By the time I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. It seemed like I was too late to get like it just it was, I was too late. So, okay, well, <laughs> what is that care? Oh, yeah. What I'm going to what I'm going to tell you right now is there was a guy on Twitter and he it, this was just like a year or two ago. I feel like he he posted he he said what it's like to watch Harry Potter for the first time and he just like now like watched Harry Potter for the first time and was live tweeting it and then what I what I came across was I don't know if it was BuzzFeed or something like put together all his tweets into like oh, an wow. article so you could like read through them and they were really funny and really great and I feel like I want to find those and send them to you so you know what it's like to watch Harry Potter for the first time yeah, as an adult. Yeah, I have to look for those because like I was I was an adult when I saw most of them. I think the first the first time I yeah. saw the first one I was probably like 18, 19 and I've seen all the and I saw some of them when they came out in theaters. Um but I don't think I've ever like I zoned out. I I barely remember. I barely oh, wow. remember anything from the movies. I that's love okay, that's them. great. I know I that them. like I'm in the minority. I mean it's obviously like one like people love Harry Potter and that's okay. It just I never got into it. So, what does John Hurt's character, Mister Ollivander, what does he do? Like, who is he? He's he is like the guy who you get your oh, wand okay. from. So he, I mean, the the Ollivander shop has been open for like hundreds of years. I'm pretty sure, like, the sign on the top in the movie was like established, and it's like some really long ago date. So I don't know if it's like his family's own business or something. But I think he makes the wands and sells them. And so like Harry comes in and he, he tells Harry that um, you're, I remember when I sold your parents their first wands. Like, like he's been in the biz forever. And um, in, in the final movies, Voldemort, I think comes to, ask him he thinks Voldemort's looking for a specific wand and he um comes to Ollivander to like hurt him and make him tell him where it is and it's dramatic (laughs) okay uh to be honest I had I've seen them all and I had no recollection that he was in those um that's okay uh I'm looking at his uh IMDB profile and he was in a movie in 1999 called if dot 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 Dog, dot, 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 rabbit. <laughs> Sounds like a, a quality award-winning I don't think film. Words. I remember that. He's been in, so, let's see, he has 204 acting credits. Um, yeah, it's a lot. a lot. Um, that's cool. Well, I'm not going to hate on anybody for liking Harry Potter. I think as long as people are reading, more power to you. Uh, all right. So, that was the Hurt Locker. Uh, Before we go, uh, so you sent me a file of one of your songs because I asked you, I wanted to uh, feature one of your songs. So, can you tell me, uh, so is this this an original one that you wrote? Yes, I I wrote the words and the melody to this song, the vocal melody, I mean. And then my friend who plays the piano for my covers, he... I recorded myself singing the the words and he wrote a piano part to it. So we wrote the song together and then we teamed up with 
a little group I like to call OptiJam. Okay. And those are my my U of A optics oh, cool. friends. Um, they're very musically inclined. And so, so in Tucson, Arizona. With, okay. Yes. Yeah, so Anthony f- flew to Tucson and uh, a different optics student has a recording studio and he let us, he let us utilize his studio. And so Anthony plays the keyboard and I sing. And then my friends, um, I have Corey Boone playing the drums and he wrote his own drum part, which I thought was really fantastic. It's one of my, favorite parts of the song is because of the drums in the song and um my friend ian carr he's the best bass player that i know he's just i mean he doesn't shred in this song because it didn't really call for that but i have seen him shred on the bass and it blows everybody's always blown away when they see it happen so he's amazing and then my friend nick lyons was playing the guitar in this song so anthony had the chords and um for that matched with the piano part that he played. And so Nick sort of wrote like with those chords, um, played his own guitar part. And then I'm pretty sure it's featured on this track is, um, the cello part. The reason why I say I'm not sure if it's featured because one of the versions, um, was an earlier version and the cello hadn't been recorded yet, but the cellist for this song is my friend Miriam Tanball. And Anthony also wrote the cello part for her. So there's always this room is, for cello. This is, yeah, I mean, there's always room for cello. And I'm I'm extremely pleased with how this song has come along. I, I'm really grateful to my friends for being so talented and contributing their talents to my song and Anthony for helping me to write it. And I'm, I hope that everyone enjoys it. Who That's gets awesome. it and listens. Uh, do you want to plug your YouTube channel? Oh, sure. I have a YouTube channel. This song cannot be found on it because it, it's actually we haven't published it yet, so you're sort of getting oh, a sneak yeah, peek at awesome. it. So I hope whoever's I hope whoever's listening feels lucky because I um, do. Thank you. Pretty almost no one has okay. heard this song. It's it's called a memory oddly secure. My channel is Stephanie Guzman. It's just my name, S T E P H A N I E space G U Z M A N. And um, if you can't find me, then filter by channel, and I'm pretty sure I'll be the second option. Awesome. Because there are like there are a couple other Stephanie Guzmans, but I post um, Anthony and I actually he's the piano player. We post covers every other Sunday, and soon I will post original songs. But uh, I'm not ready for that. Uh, yet, so. No, uh, yeah, no worries. That's awesome. Uh, cool. Uh, anything else you want to say about anything? Anything about that? Uh, no, just. Feel free to stop over. I mean, don't feel obligated to subscribe because uh, I I don't I don't get money from it. So do do what your heart tells you. But I hope you Follow enjoy your heart. it. That's what I always do. Follow <laughs> your heart. I hope right, you like I'm it. I'm gonna put the track at the end of this. So I'm going to say thank you okay. so much for doing the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, I have a lot so of fun. This has been all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Get <laughs> hurt. Yo. Okay. Still I remember when I was a boy and I heard the great flags up above loudly proclaiming their sad victory and I knew then that I was too young. I could not behold the great truth that they told for my eyes were not nearly that wide. Clear
secure.